Hi, I'm Casey Starlong, and welcome to Loving God More Than Food. As a former compulsive overeater, I know what it's like to feel imprisoned to your appetite. As Christians, we've received freedom from all bondages. So if you struggle with managing your food portions or just exhibiting self-control around food, then this podcast is for you. Now get ready to love God more than food. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, Loving God More Than Food. I'm your host, Casey Starlong, and I know some of you guys are actually listening to the audio recording of this podcast. And then again, some of you guys are watching this live stream on my YouTube page. However God has led you to this information, I'm just so excited that you are here with me today. So today, you guys, we're going to be talking about how we submit our appetites to God. That's right, that we want to really be led by God when it comes to what we eat, when we eat, how much we eat. Just a little bit of background because I understand some of you may be new to my podcast. I am Casey. I live in St. Louis with my husband. I love to read. I love to share the word of God. And I am also an overcomer, especially in the areas of gluttony and lack of self-control when it comes to eating. I say all the time that God rescued me from compulsive overeating, and I am just continuously walking this journey out. There are some days where I feel really, really victorious, and then there are some days where I am just crying out to God because... You know, I just uh, have triggers where I I want to eat compulsively. And so I have written a book called Loving God More Than Food, where I share my testimony. It's available on Amazon.com. And I also talk about ways to break the strongholds of gluttony and food idolatry. I really felt that God has just put on my heart to be a voice to the body of Christ about breaking the spirit of food idolatry, that it's a conversation that really isn't talked a lot about at church. I think many people may struggle with food addiction or lack of self-control when it comes to food. And I believe that God has, I guess, tapped me on the shoulder and maybe tapped many of you as well to begin to be transparent and vulnerable with sharing our stories, because I believe that the more people hear us talk about food idolatry, the more people hear us talk about really trusting God to break the stronghold, to break the addictive nature of sugar, of salt, of carbs, that people will really begin to understand that with God, all things are possible. So wherever you are, however you are on your journey, if you're just kind of beginning, or maybe you feel like God has just been kind of speaking to your heart about having a healthier relationship with food and with God, I just want to welcome you to this podcast. So today we're going to be talking about how to submit our appetites to God. And our scripture for today, it comes from James chapter four, verse seven. And so this is a common scripture I think that many of us may have heard before, but maybe you haven't thought about it in terms of your appetite. 
So the scripture says, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So I love the book of James and my husband shared with me, I had never heard this before, but James is kind of like the, the book of Proverbs for the New Testament. So when you read the book of James, it's full of just great biblical wisdom. And so I also love James because it's so straight and to the point. And so when I came across this scripture this morning about, okay, humble yourself before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So let's talk about what that means in terms of our appetite, okay? Because that's what we want to focus on today. And just really personally, you guys, I think that, and I've shared this before, but God has been really clear with me over the years about what foods to eat. I came across this book by Joyce Meyer, who is a televangelist and an author. And she wrote a book many years ago. It's called Eat and Stay Thin. And in the book, she shared her testimony on just getting quiet before the Lord and asking God, what should she eat? Asking God, you know, how much should she weigh? Right? That I think a lot of times, you know, we have this set goal, you know, if we're not careful, okay, I want to weigh 160 pounds or God, you know, I want to drop 20 pounds or God, I want to do this keto diet or I want to do whatever, whatever new diet is out. But Joyce Meyer made a really good point about just asking God because God has made us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. He knows everything about us. He knows our medical history. He knows the plans that he has for us. So I just want to ask, and you can respond in the comments. Have you ever asked God for your diet plan? Have you ever asked God for him to give you a specific diet plan for your life? Have you ever asked God what you should weigh, right? So I really liked reading that from Joyce Meyer. And so when I think about this scripture where it's saying, so humble yourselves before God. I think about how God has just spoken to me personally about some foods that I need to eat and some foods that I need to stay away from. In my book, you know, I share how God has been really specific, you know, with these foods. And just for transparency, you know, God has highlighted that because of the addictive nature um, that I struggle with, uh, that carbs, basically any foods with flour, um, sugar, salt, that, um, and there's been science that, that demonstrates that, especially like with sugar, sugar is highly addictive. And what happens is, is that when you eat sugar, if you've ever eaten sugar, like a cookie, a piece of cake, and you're like, man, that was so good. I want more. And for those that struggle with compulsive overeating, you know that having just that one piece, it's going to spiral into just eating more and more and more. And so studies have shown that there's a release of dopamine in the brain, um, which is like the reward center of the brain that after you eat that sugar, it sends pleasure to the body. And so the body wants to continue to feel pleasure. So that's why you may find yourself after eating one cookie, you go back and you eat more and more and more. And I understand everybody may not struggle with that, but I am talking <laughs> to those that you know that there is an addictive nature 
when you eat certain foods. My husband, that's not an issue for him. He can eat one or two cookies and he could be like completely fine. For me, on the other hand, it's not the case. It could be just the way how my brain is wired. It could be, you know, definitely a stronghold. And so for this season, God has been very clear, like you need to stay away from sugar. You need to stay away from high carb foods because when you eat foods that have flour, when you eat foods that have a lot of oil and fat, that that causes a triggering reaction where I just want to eat more and more and more. And that's where like that compulsive gluttony spirit comes in. And so, like I said, God's been really specific about that. And, you know, I just have to be honest that I don't always heed God's instruction. I do not always heed God's meal plan. And guess what happens when I disobey? When I disobey, disobedience happens. And I find myself in the rut of gluttony. I find myself in the rut of just compulsive overeating. That what happens is, is that, you know, I find it very, very difficult to stop. And I have shared earlier and I have shared throughout this podcast and just throughout multiple teachings is that there is a correlation, I think, with our eating and also our spiritual health that, you know, if you find yourself with a lack of discipline with food, often that mirrors your relationship with God. I know for me that when I find myself on binges, eating foods that are not healthy, you know, my body doesn't want to pray. My body does not want to surrender and submit to God. And, you know, I just had to be honest with myself and understand that there is a correlation. And so that when God begins to speak to you about your diet, that we must listen, that we must listen. I think the enemy would love for us to be in sugar comas. The enemy would love for us to be in just carb overloads where we don't feel like praying. We don't feel like doing anything, but just laying on the couch, vegged out, that's the perfect place that Satan would love to have Christian believers. But we got to listen to God. And so that's why this topic is all about submitting our appetite to God. Okay, God, what is it that you want me to eat? God, what are, what's the diet, right? What should I be ingesting in this season, God, so that I can be all who you have called me to be? And so I'm just sharing my story that I've, I've had to make a recommitment to God. I've had to repent because <clears throat> even though I've written the book, Loving God More Than Food, even though I've taught, I've done workshops, I've hosted a podcast talking about having a healthier relationship with God and food. Every time I try to do things my own way, it never works out. Every time I think that, okay, I got it. But I've done God's meal plan for a while. I've seen some success with it. I feel sober in my mind. And those that have struggled with food addiction or compulsive overeating, you know what I mean. When you feel, um, when you don't feel sober, when your mind is just like in a sugar fog, (laughs) where you're like, okay, I need more sugar or I need more junk, you know. Um, But when I have found myself, abiding by God and being obedient to God, I feel sober. 
but um, there come then temptation comes in. Okay, Casey, you got it. So yeah, you can you can eat this food. You know, all food is good. The Apostle Paul said all food is good. You know, nothing should be denied. But I also say like in response to that, because the enemy will try to tell you it doesn't take all of that. You know, it doesn't take all of that. And the Bible does. We don't want to get legalistic about food. But this is just what I say. In this season of my life, the Apostle Paul said, you know, all things are lawful, but not everything is beneficial. So am I going to go to hell if I eat a piece of cake or if I indulge in fried chicken? No, I'm not going to go to hell. But is it beneficial for me in this season? Does it help bring me closer to God? Does it help promote the calling and the purpose over my life? And I have to be honest, no, it's a temporary satisfaction, but afterwards I feel heavy, I gain weight, and I don't know about other women, but you know, I don't feel good about myself when my clothes are tight or when I feel like I'm not at my best. You know, so we have we have to understand that. And so I, that's why I have believed that God has highlighted this scripture. We got to humble ourselves before God. So for me personally. I've had to say, you know what? I'm going to humble myself. I got to humble myself before God when it comes to this appetite. And it's so amazing that there are other areas in my life where I feel like, yes, I can humble myself. I can tithe, you know, I can pray, I can help others, I can serve. But when it comes to King's stomach, King's stomach rises up and King's stomach wants to be on the throne. King's stomach wants to boss God around and say, no, you know, I am not going to, you know, defer to your diet plan. I am going to eat whatever I want. But here's the part of that humility and submitting to God. And so I want to encourage you to just really do like a, an analysis and an assessment over your life. How, how are you doing, doing things your own way? How's your diet? If you're really honest with yourself, you know, how is it going by you being in control and not surrendering and submitting your meal plan to God. How is that working for you? Because I know for me, it's not working. And I know the call of God on my life, and I also believe on yours, those, that, those of you that have tuned into this podcast, that God is calling you to go higher. In order to go higher, you need to submit and surrender your appetite to God that um, there, there's a spiritual correlation to that. So we need to humble ourselves before God. Okay, God, what is it that you want us to eat? What foods do you want us to focus on? And then the next part of this scripture, it says, resist the devil, right? So when we make up our minds, when we set our eyesight, okay, God, in this season, God is highlighting to me green stuff. So that means like lots of um, salads that um, also God is highlighting whole grains, things that come from the ground, things that are not processed, right? That these are just kind of what I feel like God is just highlighting in this season. And so, you know, making up my mind that, okay, God, I'm going to surrender to you. You know what is best for me. You know what's coming ahead. You know the plans that you have for me. I am your servant. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. And so then that scripture says we got to resist the devil. So we know that the devil does not want us to gain any territory for God. And that includes our diet. 
I think a lot of times it's easy for us to be just really spiritually unaware how the enemy really constricts and cripples those in the body of Christ using appetites, using food, and sending temptation to eat unhealthy things. But may we be aware May we be sober and vigilant to the tactics of the enemy, and may we resist the devil. And I want to encourage you on today, right, that this scripture lets us know that when we submit to God, when we resist the devil, it gives a promise that the devil will flee. I've been um, following this pastor out of California. His name is Shane Eidelman, and he really has a mandate over his life to speak to the body of Christ a lot about health and nutrition, and he speaks against addictions. And I know that there is some controversy perhaps in the church about whether or not you know, we should say that we have a food addiction or whether it's just a sin issue. You know, I don't want to get into that. But one of the things that I that I appreciate from Pastor Shane is, is that he says that, you know, our response is to say no and to trust God to do the rest. I think a lot of times, um, you know, how I have gotten off course with my eating is that the enemy would try to bring in so many thoughts and imaginations. Like this is not sustainable, Casey. You cannot really live a life of just eating this kind of way. What about this? You know, your family likes to eat out. You know, your husband likes to eat this way. And so there would be just so much confusion, so much negativity, just the warfare in my mind where I would just really buckle. But I love this scripture where it says, humble yourself before God, resist the devil. So one of the ways that we resist is to say no to temptation. Just absolutely no, no, no. And to continue to say no. And I also want to share this too, because I think a lot of times the enemy will bring in a lot of temptations and I'm going to do a podcast just really about a lot of the ways that the enemy will bring in temptations and a lot of the mental warfare, when you've made up your mind that you're going to offer your body to God as a living sacrifice, that you want to be a good steward of your health, one of the things the enemy will have you do is think about things far down the road. You know, um, every time that I've made a commitment to do something for God, that I am trying to build new habits and I'm trying to clear a new path for my life that will bring me closer to God, the enemy will bring up, well, what about this? What about that? For instance, healthy eating, you know, eating according to God's plan. The enemy will say, well, you know, uh, the holidays are coming up. What are you going to do about the holidays? And I came across a, a teaching from a lady named Kathy Marenzi. She is based in Toronto, Canada, and she came up with the scripture, I believe it's Luke 6 or Matthew 6, where she goes, you know, don't worry about tomorrow, for today has enough, you know, trouble of its own. And that scripture has given me really such peace that I'm not going to worry about my, my 42nd birthday coming up in two weeks you know, and, and what we're going to eat and how we're going to celebrate at that time. I'm not going to worry about the temptation to overindulge on that day. I'm focusing on today. 
today has enough issues of its own, right? I'm just, I'm focusing on my daily bread for today. And so I give that as an example for you that when the enemy wants to come in and say, well, what about this lunch? Or what about this business meeting? Or what about this celebration coming up? You know, how are you going to stay on plan? You're going to have to be so tempted. Mm -mm. We're going to humble ourselves before God. We're going to resist the devil and he is going to flee. We're not going to worry about what's going to come down the line. We're going to trust that God is going to be with us every step of the way. So just a couple of scriptures, you guys, before I end. I like the scripture, Proverbs 4 and 25. It says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Proverbs 4 and 25. My prayer is, is that as you submit your appetite to God, as today, you recommit your health to God. You recommit to God that, hey, I'm going to be all in. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. We're not turning to the left. We're not turning to the right. And even as I've had to recommit myself to God regarding my diet, recommit my belly, my appetite, my desires to God. You know, that the temptation has been for me to say, well, what about my husband? You know, um, you know, this diet plan or it's not really a diet, this food plan that I believe that God has called me to. My husband doesn't like this. And one of the things that God has put on my heart is, Casey, you focus on you. You focus on you. You're not trying to preach. You're not trying to win over your husband in this season. God is like, look, let me work on him. I think for a lot of times I've been so distracted that God gives me something and I'm trying to bring my mom in. I'm trying to bring my husband in. I'm trying to bring everybody in. You know, I got to trust the Holy Spirit to work on their hearts. Now, I'm the main cook in the family. And so, you know, what what I'm going to do is, you know, cook healthy food. Um, and, and I will also cook foods that he likes um, and I will prepare them in a healthier way. But I am encouraging you and I'm encouraging myself, like, let us look straight ahead and fix our gaze directly on the things that God has called us to do. Last scripture. This is the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians 9 and 27. He says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. As a preacher, as a teacher, as a leader in the body of Christ, I know that God has given me a lot of revelation and wisdom regarding eating and, and the spiritual effects of compulsive overeating, gluttony, lack of self-discipline and lack of self-control when it comes to food. I feel like I have all of this information, but what good is it if I am not disciplining my flesh? Same thing for you. You love God, you serve God, you know God. God is speaking to you. He's been speaking to you about your health. He's been speaking to you about making decisions regarding the types of food that you eat. God's been speaking to you about activating and moving your body, more exercise. But there's no discipline. There's no self-control. But here's the good thing, and I wanna just encourage you with this is that when God begins to reveal things about us, when he begins to reveal things in our lives, he doesn't do it to be arbitrary. He does it because it's an opportunity. He wants us to extend an invitation for him to come in. 
He wants us to invite him in to ask for help. So if you're struggling with poor food choices, if you are struggling with a sugar, salt, carb addiction, this is a great opportunity to ask God in. He wants to come in. And I don't care if you've been like me, where you've been on the wagon, where you've done well, and, and maybe you've fallen off a million times. A righteous man falls seven times, but gets back up. That's the great thing about the grace of God. We repent, we ask for forgiveness, and we ask God, hey, I need you each and every day. Also, in um, I believe it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the apostle Paul is like, look, I've learned to boast in my weaknesses. Y'all, there are some days where I just feel so weak. I'm like, God, I cannot do this without you. I am just tempted. I'm stressed. I want to eat. God, I need you to help me. And you know what? God's presence is there, but we got to first um, invite him in. And we also have to be willing to humble ourselves, resist the devil. A lot of times God is here, but we are unwilling to resist the devil. And instead we yield to the temptation. We go for the bag of chips. We go for the cookies. <laughs> we go for the ice cream instead of just saying no, maybe going for a walk, taking a glass of water instead of reaching for those chips, calling a friend, coloring, whatever it is to take your mind off of that trigger. So you guys, I'm gonna close here, but I pray that this has been a blessing for you. I wanna encourage you that if you haven't already, please go by amazon.com, get the book, Loving God More Than Food. It's available on Amazon. It's in a paperback copy and also on Kindle. I had, I had, I, I want to say I had fun writing the book, um, but it was, it was, um, I know it was an assignment from God to write this book. And um, I know the power of God is in this book. And so I just want to encourage you to get it. I have received so many, so much feedback from people all around this country, um, people who have read the book and people who have had Bible studies surrounding this book. And so I'm so glad to just get back here on this podcast. For those of you that are listening and maybe you want to just see the, the video, I encourage you to go by my YouTube page and you can see the video content for the loving God more than food podcast for those of you that are watching and maybe you want to just also be subscribed and notified whenever i do um, release new content make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast uh, this podcast is published everywhere where podcasts are so apple google all of those places you can find this podcast i am going to be more consistent with content because god keeps giving me things to share regarding this topic. So I'm going to ask that you be praying for me and I'm going to be praying for you. And so Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that it is your anointing that destroys the yoke. I thank you, Father, for putting silence to the voice of the enemy, the voice of the enemy that will try to tell us that we will always be addicted to food, that we'll never get out of this form of slavery. But God, I thank you that your word assures us that whom the son is set free is free indeed. So Father, I thank you for victory. I thank you, Lord, for the spirit of the living God rising up in each viewer, each listener. I thank you, God, for the desire 
to eat healthy foods. God, I thank you that you are transforming taste buds right now. I thank you, God, that you're giving us an appetite for water. I thank you, God, you're giving us an appetite for fresh fruit, vegetables, whole grains. God, good foods that replenish good foods, God, that nurture and nourish our bodies. Father, I declare that our bodies, God, will be vessels of healing. God, I thank you, Lord, for strength, stamina to do the things, God, that you have called us to do. Father, I thank you, God, for clarity in our brains. Father, I thank you, Lord, for removing the fog of addiction to sugar, caffeine, Lord, any chemicals, God, a lot of pesticides in our foods. But God, I thank you, Lord, for clean eating. God, I thank you that, God, you will reveal to each and every person what it is that you want them to eat. Father, I thank you, God, there won't be any comparison. But God, I thank you that we'll listen to you independently, God, to hear, God, what it is that you have for us regarding our diet, regarding our foods, Father. And God, we just recommit ourselves to you. God, we want to be used by you. Father, we want to be used fully by you that God, when our time on this earth leaves, we don't want to have anything left, anything undone. So Father, I thank you, Lord, for good, perfect, complete health over each person under the sound of my voice. Father, I thank you, Lord, even after this podcast, that Holy Spirit, you're going to be speaking to the hearts and the minds of your people. Father, I thank you for breaking every addiction, addiction to food, nicotine, drugs, prescription drugs, the internet, social media, pornography. God, I thank you, Lord, for breaking, severing every tie. Devil, you go underneath our feet right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for victory in Jesus's name. Amen. All right, you guys. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining in to Loving God More Than Food. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Loving God More Than Food. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, be sure to share this podcast with your friends. This is Casey Starlong, and I'll talk with you next time. Hey guys, my new book, Loving God More Than Food, Overcoming the Bondages of Overeating, Cravings, and Poor Self-Control is now available on Amazon.com. Learn how to identify the triggers in your life that lead to overeating and poor self-control, destroy the bondages of gluttony, procrastination, and the lack of discipline to exercise, and receive healing and freedom to your soul through scripture and prayer that is included throughout the book. Now, I want to let you know that this book, I'm telling you, God anointed me to write this book. He called me to write this book. And I want to let you know that you don't have to go through fad diets, no more weight loss gimmicks and all of that crazy stuff. Loving God More Than Food is a book that God has anointed me to write for your breakthrough. So make sure you go to amazon.com, get the book, Loving God More Than Food by Casey Star Lung. Look, don't just get a book for yourself. Get a book for a friend as well. I know that this book will bless your life.